वेलकम टू न्यूज लॉन्ड्री पॉडकास्ट दिस इज एन एल हफ्ता बोथ पार्ट ऑफ आर सीरीज चेस ऑन कश्मीर आर आउट यू कैन फाइंड द लिंक बिलो डू लेट नो वट यू थिंक दीज डॉक्यूमेंट्रीज टू कॉल टू मेक एंड वी वुड रियली वॉन्ट योर फीडबैक यू कैन सेंड इट टू कॉन्टैक्ट एट न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम एंड ऑल्सो द सेकेंड एपिसोड ऑफ आर न्यू पॉडकास्ट द ऑफुल एंड ऑसम एंटरटेनमेंट रैप इज आउट प्लीज सेंड योर फीडबैक and tell us what you think that is hosted by deepanjana thank you thank and you and rajshree sen and most importantly please be a part of project janganman you can get the details on the link below we are going to be tweeting that out too all you need is a smartphone and you have to be able to sing the national anthem it is a special initiative for independence day we want you to be a part of it it's a really ambitious project and without you it can't succeed so please check out what you have to do sing the national anthem dressed in yellow white sorry not saffron white or green and send it to us follow the instructions on our website sorry just just to interrupt uh, you meant the indian national anthem the indian national anthem correct for me there is only one oh yeah, nice jai mata di <laughs> sorry no sorry not jai mata di ye to vaishnav devi ho gaya maa bharat mata ki jai सबके बोलो जय माता दी मैं नहीं सुनिया प्लीज सपोर्ट एंड पार्टिसिपेट इन प्रोजेक्ट जनगणमन लेट स्टार्ट द हफ्ता कश्मीर इज स्टिल सिमरिंग एंड द यूज ऑफ पेलेट गन्स इज हॉट टॉपिक ऑफ डिबेट वी टॉक अबाउट दैट इज वेल द मीडिया गैग इन कश्मीर देन एम पी बी जे डी एम पी फ्रॉम उड़ीसा Tathagat Satapati takes a stand for media and parliament. I think that was a fantastic yes. speech. Woo-hoo. We've written. I'm very happy with the speech. Yes, it was a good speech. Most most uh, reporters should be. Uh, then Dalits in Gujarat are protesting, and it has led to very interesting debates on television. One of my favorite moments, which I'll talk about. Daya Shankar Singh, the vice president of the UP BJP, if I'm correct, expelled from the party for his mm. remarks against Mayawati. Kandil Baloch murdered in Pakistan. The Republican Party had its uh, Republican National Congress, and it was a circus to believe, to see, to believe. And Donald Trump is officially the Republican Party candidate. All this and a lot more to discuss. Welcome to News Laundry Hafta, episode seventy-seven. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabi nahi chhodte. Remember, when corporations pay, corporations are served, and when the public pays, the public is served. Support independent media. Support news laundry. So today we have Anand. Hi, Anand. Hello. Manisha. Hi. Deepanjana. Hello. And we also have Madhu, who will be joining us shortly. This podcast is produced by Karthik Nijhavan and recorded by Anil Kumar. Thank you, guys. And also reminding you, please click on Project Jan Ganman, follow the link, and be a part of it. So what do you want to start with Anand Babu let's go with you first I suppose we can start with the the appalling remark of the Daya BJP Daya Shankar right So um did you hear the remark I actually heard the one where the beeps were there right so I don't exactly know what he said but I mean the beep suggested that he said use the word prostitute or Yeah in Hindi I want to know Vaishya. what Vaishya. he said Vaishya use the word Vaishya right and um um were you surprised by the draggy attitude with which bjp expelled him rather than do it at once i was wondering why you know if it was inevitable they should have just done it rather than be dragged there kicking and screaming yeah i mean just it should like have been should have been like within the next whatever 5 minutes or so uh, you know the moment 
people heard it mm. although he i am not president of uh, up bjp Correct. so there is an interest in keeping him in place though suicidal i think because as the protest in lucknow today has shown bsp really knows how to bring its people to the fore hazrat ganj was taken over thousands of people everywhere so uh, yeah i think it was a, it really was just kicking themselves in the nuts so one because i mean i just heard it once uh, was it a targeted anti dalit uh, i mean the reason or was he, did he just say it as a you know kind of an obnoxious person that he is and uh, you know in the flow of in the run of things it was targeted at mayawati yeah, yeah. and there's no dalit connection i think the law yeah, states okay. that any you said anything mm. said against dalit in any context right. comes under the cst yes. act yes. so then you arrested at once yeah. Uh, what i am surprised about is that none of the women politicians have stood up for mayawati except for jailalitha she's the only one who's come out with the statement saying mm, that no, i i think renuka choudhry did yesterday i saw her i I'm only sure. know of jailalitha not mamta not sushma you all rally together for reservation and parliament uh, women's reservation when something like this happens i expect all women leaders to stand up for mayawati i agree just women just all horrible. leaders all leaders. no, no but, but specifically but women leaders because, women because a, you can't take gender out of this the words that he has used he won't use it for a male politician i think he won't call a male politician a prostitute it's very easy to say this to a woman politician so i think specifically women women politicians should have definitely male of course should have any sensible person should have but i think women in politics should have stood up for her and across party lines and that hasn't happened and that's really troubling i Uh, once madhu's here madhu's just joined us uh, there was a uh, renuka choudhury spoke up against it and you do not karimuri yeah oh, I, in fact i, I heard karimuri's speech it was a really good speech very heartfelt as i mean renuka i don't think anything is heartfelt but yeah she said the right thing everything said everything is heartfelt <laughs> yeah all that correct it, and especially in fact renuka said it in yeah i think she she was out of the parliament or on the on the porch when the interview were interviewing about rahul Oh, we'll come to that. That's very Please interesting. Please don't come yeah. to that. I'm covering that in clothesline. <laughs> We have so, to. No, okay. what I meant. Okay, yeah. What I meant was that uh, as soon as she, you know, ended her whatever she wanted to say about Rahul, they asked her about this. So it was like a connected. Okay, one flow. But I just wanted to um, point out that had the BJP expelled this guy immediately, he would have saved Sudhiran Kulkarni Patra a lot of embarrassment because I saw <clears throat> and here, you know. Um, Arnab surprises you every now and then because you know just when I was convinced that he was completely pro BJP, and he was very soft on BJP. I still think he's very soft on Modi, Jaitley, and Amit Shah. But the way he went after Khattar for the rape in Haryana, and the way he went after Sudhiran Kulkarni, um, I was like, dude, I mean, he hasn't even gone after AAP like that. So no, he uh, surprises me every now and then uh, where he says, you know, you guys think I'm pro BJP? Abhi dekhao, inko mein. No, but Abhi Nandan, there's a difference here. See, there's a thing about. Uh, you know some things are just so obvious that if you support the bjp yeah, then, then you know it just makes it too yeah, how do you so support you know yeah, you can't support, no, also yeah. he was in a good spot because arun jetlia had already apologized in parliament so he had that endorsement from that but i just think it had this expelled him because you know up to the debate on prime time he had not been expelled from the party he had been you know removed as the vice president so he should be expelled from the party and why should there not be criminal action against him and sudhiran kulkarni was really trying hard to defend it and he couldn't and i feel bad for the guys because i think he's one of the few nice sensible spokesmen of the bjp and sorry who sudhiran kulkarni uh, no 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 sorry what am i saying himanchu uh, the trivedi what am i saying sorry guys 
all the time that's a Sudhiran Kulkarni I meant um, Trivedi what's his first name oh Sudhanshu Trivedi Sudhanshu Trivedi Sudhiran Sudhanshu yeah. oh I had I a run in with him once Sudhanshu yeah I was wondering sorry not Sudhiran Kulkarni Sudhanshu Trivedi and I was Sudhir Kulkarni Sudhir Kulkarni is a congress spokesperson right now no <laughs> no he's being ironic okay so I just thought that the way he uh, had to be embarrassed on that uh, they could have saved everybody a lot of blushes had they just kicked him out earlier. But I think one thing that the Panjama, what you said, we are underestimating that it's so obvious to kick him out. It's not because while we in Delhi may be satisfied, UP, uh, the Thakur lobby is an extremely strong lobby. Mm. So I'm not sure how it will impact their prospects. No, I agree because uh, like you were saying, I mean, uh, it, UP is a different ball game. It's a far more feudal situation from which he's coming from and that is evidence from the fact that he said this in the first place. If he wasn't operating from a more feudal mindset, he wouldn't have said this in the first place. So, yes, I do agree. But, but at the same time, like I said, the kind of gathering that BSP was able to put together today, that I think is going to be something of a wake-up call because this is not going well. And under the new amendments to the um, atrocities against SCSTs, hmm. this is actually a crime. Right. So, so I guess, but it, it'll be interesting to see if this guy's arrested. I mean, punishable by, by well, crime. I mean, punishable. Glad that it happens because it exposes the mindset and reminds people that it's not okay to do this, to say this. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's just move on to the next, uh, which is, uh, if you could just go with the entire uh, Dalit agitation in Gujarat. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that has been huge. And if one is to see the commentators talking about, uh, you know, Gujarat, uh, the Patidars agitating, now the Dalits agitating, um, it, it wouldn't be surprising if the BJP doesn't come back, which would be a huge blow to the BJP. But the most... Novel explanation that I found and full marks to Sambit Patra for trying this one when uh, he was sitting as spokesperson that they said look at the kind of agitations happening it's unprecedented so they had an academic sitting who follows you know Dalit issues and he had said that these are the amount of protests that have happened in Gujarat ever since the BJP has been there and these are the amount of protests that have happened in you know other parts and Una Jobi Huai so and he was comparing it you know ever since this government came into power the Gauraksha Dal is going around. So, this one said, Sambit Patra, this shows that the BJP is actually doing a lot for them. Because only when you give them the confidence that you are safe, will they come in numbers to protest against you. So, basically what he was saying was that we have given them the confidence to protest against us. So, So that to Kanahiya? No, I was just saying, in which case, when the Selma March happened of, you know, uh, Martin Luther King, that was the best (laughs) time for blacks. Because that was in, in Mississippi, blacks were gathering together because they were empowered. Uh, and it's an but inspired this is, No, this is a very social media comment to make. In fact, a lot of people have said that, that how can you call them oppressed if they're coming out to fight oppression? That's ridiculous. So they're not how oppressed. can you say there's no freedom <laughs> of expression if you're saying yeah, exactly, this? Exactly. You know, I mean, there are areas warped. where there are no freedom of expression. Yeah. You know, there's self-censor, all kinds of things. I saw this on social media, so but what is, is funny is that yeah. social media level debate is party spokesperson yeah, speak. Yeah. I think that's where they get all the inspirations are in a very from. awkward position because even if they disagree with something, they can't exactly say, well, I'm not going to come to speak about it. It's their job to defend the indefensible. True. It's a terrible job. Uh, I don't know why anyone would take but it. But they get paid for it, as Abhinandan yeah, pointed for it. out. So. And, um, and one could make an effort to not be this idiotic when trying to defend the indefensible, surely. When you're defending the indispensable... 
you have to be an idiotic. <laughs> no, There's you no know, other choice. I, I think th- there were two moments for me which were full marks to these two party spokespersons. One is Sambit Patra on his trying to spin, you know, the Dalits hatcheting against their government as a sign that they have empowered It's them. also contemptuous of people that they think that the people are fool enough to believe them. No, also that we have empowered them and they didn't have to agitate them. And the second best highest marks and we can just move on to that subject is to Renuka Chaudhary and this other Congress spokesperson I did not could understand his name but I should find out his name and go and get his autograph you know because Rahul Gandhi fell asleep in parliament for those of you who haven't been watching Oscar the Oscar Fernandez uh, no it wasn't Oscar Fernandez uh, I've never Oscar seen Oscar Fernandez also had uh, a defense oh, what was his defense uh, I forget okay I forget. I'll tell you the defense of mm-hmm. so, so just for our listeners Rahul Gandhi fell asleep in parliament. I think parliament. he said he was thinking, he was planning. Everyone he, was he works very hard all night and day. So then he was acknowledging that he went to sleep. So he was exhausted and he was just thinking. Oh dude, he went off script. So uh, Ra- the and debate I think happening. it was Renuka who said that. Uh, moisture in the eyes. Yes. No, I'll just tell the audience what this is about, <laughs> our listeners. There was a I debate in parliament and it was on the Dalit issue, which is closest to, as we own Rahul Baba's very soft heart. Uh, and at that time only, he decided to put his head down and kind of look like he's snoozing. But... Huh? Uh, Who side are you on? But, no, no, here's this. But, look like allegedly he's but, snoozing. But, but Renuka Chaudhary says, she gave a full full explanation of how eyes need moisture and you get that by closing your eyes. So Dr. <laughs> Renuka Chaudhary, who's the latest ENT specialist. She says, we are so cold, look how warm it is. We are so cold, we are so cold, then we go inside, then we get a little bit of night, then we close our eyes to adjust from this bright light to go inside. We get a little cold, then we have to close our eyes. Because your eyes hurt. So I was surprised Rahul Baba that my eyes don't But here's the best, the other Congress spokesperson who was on uh, Times now, He's this gentleman in spectacles said, he was thinking, he was thinking about Dalits at that time. But you know what he was thinking about. Yeah, I was amazed that not only were you saying he was thinking. He's a telepath. He's, he's, a, he's a spokesperson he's a, and, and a, a telepath. telepath. I was like, come <laughs> on. So hang on, so Modi is a psychopath and Rahul is a telepath. <laughs> No, but I think to come back to the, I'd like, you know, uh, to make three or four points. Because I think it's a very serious issue, with the Dalit issues is happening. And it's blasphemous for me, I mean, just to start off by saying that, you know, to kind of support a revolution, uh, especially for me. But I would say as far as Dalit rights are concerned, I think the time has come for India. How I mean, could they have those boys stand so there and get thrashed? Yeah. If you see that you video, know, you really... It's, Im- it's, it's really impossible to see. So it ja- is so harsh. Yeah. So it is so hard to see that. This is not my country. Because, I, mean, I don't you know, want this to happen. This is 1947, we gained independence. I don't know what's the proportion of, uh, proportion of Dalits in our country. Is it uh, 20%, 15%, 20%? I think it's thereabouts. Uh, I'll just SCSTs, check that yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And in this day and age, and uh, you know, this is... And this is something which is apolitical. This is so culturally imbibed in us because of, I would say, uh, Hinduism. Uh, that, you know, you have, like in 2013, you had 37,000 crimes against Dalits. In 2014, you had 47,000 crimes against Dalits. 2015, data is not here. I mean, every day, there are 15 crimes against Dalits. Hmm. And the tragedy is that we are looking at one crime. These are reported crime. crimes. You there are 14 crimes that have not been reported that happened yesterday and, and that happened equally, today equally and that will happen tomorrow. And the number of rapes that uh, five, Madhu, five rapes. men just pick up any 
low exactly. caste woman so, and, and think I, it's I their right. How else That's can you bring this change? Most of those how, are not how reported. Else can you bring but this change? What is, if what not is far more, uh, I think, of greater concern to us, what should be of greater concern to us is that something in the range of 27% of the cases that are filed, those are the ones that get to conviction. Charge sheeting in case of crimes that are reported against that, it's very high by the way. So of the reported crimes, charge sheeting happens for about 90-92% right. as far as I recall from the 2014 yeah. NCRB data. However, that's it. The gap from 92 to 27 is where our social prejudice comes in. Right. That the charge sheet happens, but the but case does happens. not nothing happen. Happens. Yeah. And, and I think that the, also the shows... The other thing is, you know, is the... Uh, sorry, just a couple of minutes I'll take, Abhin, and then because it's a very issue which is very close to my heart. Please, please, Anand. And, uh, you know... 24.4, by the way, you were asking. Sorry, as, per 20, okay. as per the 2011 census, 16.6% mm -hmm. SC, 8.6% ST, so that's 24.4. 24.4. And then if you also include the OBCs and everything, so you can say that, you know, the deprived, the quote-unquote backward classes uh, would be around 40% of our sure. population, you see. And uh, so it's all very well to have an act or an amendment to an act that says that, uh, you know, you lists out about 10 or 15 crimes against Dalits and all that. But what is the point if in today's day and age we saw, a, you know, a, a bridegroom wearing a helmet right. uh, going to his, uh, this thing, uh, a Dalit digging up a well because he was denied water and, you know, these... And just today, a 16-year-old Dalit boy who was lynched to death by a So, we have to accept this axiom. What, what happened? Yeah. 16-year-old boy in Mumbai, Dalit boy, was lynched to death by the family of the girl. Uh, an, of an OBC girl because they were in a relationship. Hmm. And you know now, so a lot of people are also saying on that, you know, out of the seven people who've been arrested for this barbaric act, one of them is a Muslim. Hmm. That doesn't matter. I mean, okay, so you looked at the video, you arrested this Muslim, but it's not. The, the attack was against, you know, Dalits uh, who were doing their job and now people are, they've actually hit back. So, yeah, okay, so we will not do this job. We are dumping the, the carcasses. I think that was spectacular. Which was such a I'll, great It was a great, yeah. Reminded me of the yeah. 60s movement, honestly. You know, here, stand up. You know, mm. okay, you do this, you take this. You know. Here, yeah. you skin it yourself. Yes. I think it's amazing and it's what incredible. I find... So, you need a change. But you know what I find really depressing? Uh, and here's where I find um, it almost like Trump-level idiocy is when people um, say that there is no such thing as, as upper caste oppression in India. You know, when I hear that... I haven't heard that. Dude! Lots I hear that all the time. It, it is all, it's on, uh, on television, yeah, people on sit This one, Vivek Agnihotri said it to me in his interview uh, with me when I was talking on Buddha and Traffic. He said, what, what are you talking about? We are in the 21st century. You know, when it's, it's, you know, like, that's why when you hear RNC, which we'll come to, the Republican National Congress, people saying, what, there's no racism anymore. What, you can't argue with such people. It's, it's, that's the Where end of the conversation. Where do you begin with someone like that? If you can't see that, then that's it. I think I was really shaken when I read a couple of years ago when a five-year-old kid, girl, walked past a temple and her shadow fell on the temple and this pandit came out and beat the but Padu, lights I, out of her. Padu, I have thought and of this was in Mayawati state. But what's the solution? What? Tell me. You see, we have the act. We have a, a SCST act. It always boils down to the one thing, how women are treated, how Dalits are treated. It all boils but down to one thing. How can things improve? Things haven't improved. Else. I mean, Education what Dr. Ambedkar said 60, 70 claims, years ago. All this, it, all, it all boils down to that one thing of education, which is real education, not literacy. Right. I, I actually doubt that, Madhu. Because, I mean, I know I have you know, three colleagues who are Dalits. 
and you just have to hear stories of them you know they're like esteemed scientists mm. and the kind of prejudice they have to yeah. go through mm. and it's you know the education even in the IAS have you heard the stories in, in the IAS where see none of this uh, exists uh, independent of the social biases that we're propagating on a daily basis the kind of education that we have in schools um, inevitably is weighed down by caste bias how many stories have been done where little kids are told to eat separately. Yeah. Mm. Of, yes. Of Midday meals. Oh, and it just comes so naturally. I mean, you know, it's just people don't even realize. What are you doing and what are you they teaching don't. the kids? Yeah. It's so unacceptable. So that is why when you... Those in, kind in, of schools should be prosecuted. In United Nations, there was, I think, five or six years ago, India protested, the UPA protested, but they wanted to bring a resolution saying that casteism is racism mm. or something to that effect. Mm. And India protested. I mean, I would say that casteism is probably worse than racism. Racism, absolutely. And okay. And step I one mean, is. This is like devil and the deep blue sea. I don't know if we can choose necessarily know, beyond between them. What I'm trying to say is, India, I mean, the government but said, yes, no, we are not going to have a, this because, yeah, you know, blinded to, uh, to what is happening in your own country. How okay, can you do that? If I could you know? just quickly and sure, our cut Prime in. Minister does not come, is not a Brahmin. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to quickly cut in. And uh, just make this announcement that News Laundry Hafta is available on SoundCloud as well as iTunes and Stitcher. If you listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, the references of the pieces we discuss are on our homepage, podcast page, that's newslaundry.com. Also, you can send us your letters and feedback on contact at newslaundry.com. And please take part in Project Jan Ganman. Uh, click on the link under this podcast. It's also prominently displayed on our homepage. All you have to do is sing the national anthem to the tempo that we have set which is also there uh, on our we website, and either wearing saffron, white, or green, upload, standing at attention, sing the full national anthem, and upload it in the way that we have suggested, and just watch what we do. We'll get thousands of Indians all over the world singing it together, and we'll release this on the 15th of August. Come on, be part of it. See yourself singing Janaganamana with millions of other people. And you need not be Indian. And you need not be Indian. If you like a national anthem, sing it. Now, I'll quickly do one letter for Haftas. The first one is from Sayani Das Gupta. She says, Dear News Laundry Hafta team, before I introduce myself, let me begin by saying that I am a subscriber. <laughs> Yay! Thank you, Sayani. You prevented me from saying my line. <laughs> uh, my name is Sayani Das Gupta. I'm a postdoctoral researcher currently working in New York City. Postdoctoral researcher? Anand Babu, what's that? PhD. Ke baad. I think this is code for I get subsidized housing, beat that baby. Wow. I, first of all, I am so impressed that someone uh, who's doing a postdoctoral research in New York City has written to us and actually. Yeah, really? Has, That's yeah. shocking. So that means we have very, uh, you know, highbrow type him. of, huh, very, very uh, intelligent listeners. She says, I have been following news learning for the past year. I must say that. Amidst this politically charged and biased media landscape, you guys are the only notable exception. Thank you, Sayani. We tried. How nice. How lovely. For a long time, especially since post-2014 election, I found myself constantly at odds with the predominantly left or right narrative. There are times when my opinion could be labeled as either secular or a bhakt, and I personally abhor both labels. And that's why I like news only, especially Hafta, probably the only media platform in nuance is still alive. Thank you, Sayani. That is so nice of you. Besides, I love every Hafta. I learn something from the esteemed panel. Uh, we we have an esteemed panel. When when must have been a guest. You may be. He barely got through college and. You may be. I thought she was being nice to us. Also, and suddenly, I, <laughs> I noticed I think that he picks all these letters which praise 
Sorry? I think her might her name might be Shayani. Shayani. Oh, yeah, you'd you're wrong, you'd know Das Gupta. Shayani. Sorry, I'm I don't know, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm half not. Punjabi, half Tamil. So that's the best Nobody's I can do. Nobody's perfect. Sorry, did you just mention Punjabi? Horki. Obviously, <laughs> you have to say there. <laughs> so she says uh, an esteemed panel you may be confusing us with someone else but anyway. <laughs> uh she says um she learns something new and there's lots of personal experiences and madhu's um you know uh, experience matters and i would request madhu to conduct more interviews with journalists from the 70s and 80s and abhinandan to start cleaners again okay i'll start cleaners again madhu that's a good idea why don't you we'll let's start some... everything again huh mm. you should do a few I'll do some can you tickets and do, yeah, do some, some can you tickets dobi ghats and all that anand and she says anand is one of the rare voices of reason on twitter ooh and i do agree with his views many times but on the kashmir issue would respectfully disagree sure. now that's another new concept respectfully disagree mai gaya we learn so did you just write this email or has it actually <laughs> it's actually come even we learn something new every day shoyani respectful disagreements wow who'd have thought i'm the expert but i feel putting the onus on a solution on the kashmiri problem muslims will only be detrimental i love the panjana's article on bhupen khakar and it will be great to read more stories from her on indian arts and artists yes in which case shoyani you must you're also you're bengali evidently you're bengali <laughs> thank you so you must listen to a podcast also they discuss uh, high art like um kandir baloch's kapil's show and stuff <laughs> kandir baloch's music and tambram boys yeah we're very high art and one more request is it possible to get uh, pakistanis as guests on hafta and the weekend pick up the ones after they get beaten up on arnab show mujhe idhar aa jao thoda tuhanu assi massage massage karke relax karke tujhe zara relax ho jao fresh ho jao fir wapas bhejenge time now the studio fir pitke aana hai assi fir relax kar dange like a massage parlor we'll try shayani we, we you're right we must and she ends with a big thank you to kartik for diligently bring us the hafta every week thanks kartik very nice shayani uh Now, I'm going to push my luck here. Thank you for subscribing. But how many of your friends have you made subscribe? Oh how many family? Oh, wow! <laughs> you know, I'm one of those. Give me an inch, I'll take a mile. <laughs> But thanks again. Okay, Madhu, start. What else do you want to go with? We have a lot of stuff. Also, uh, the AAP accusation that Anand wanted to discuss. Madhu, there's the RNC convention. I don't know if you heard the speeches. I thought they were so much fun. and uh, crazy and uh, there was uh, uh, my friend uh, marie brenner who i tweeted she emailed me the article and then i tweeted it she wrote a very funny satirical piece for vanity fair hmm. uh, on melania's um speech the one that she had ripped yeah, off yeah she said she did it deliberately you know wow. to to sort of basically uh, mai bhi madonna nahi ke there's one way to get rid of trump Let's do this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> oh, read that. Wow. I've read that. That's oh, that's written by a friend of yours. Yeah, Marie oh, Brenner. Where she says this is her nail. Her yeah, she yeah exactly. Payback, She's correct. the one who did a huge piece, an exemplary piece on the Mumbai siege. She came to India and she interviewed a lot of people. That's a great. What's she her name? She comes to Marie Brenner. Marie Brenner. That's and a great piece. And she comes to the Jaipur Literature Festival quite often. Yes. And I interviewed her daughter at the Jaipur Literature Festival, Casey Schwartz, who right. wrote a book on. Um, called in the mind fields which is the link and the disconnect and the connect between psychotherapists psychologists and the traditional um, s- uh, neurosurgeons and neurology neurologists okay today is i'm learning too many complicated things my simple mind is exploding okay <laughs> it's basically deepak chopra meets no Ashish no no Nandi. it's not that at all not in the least not a real scientific psychotherapist and scientific I mean, people seriously who follow the profession, not this mumbo jumbo business. Right. And 
and it's really important where she writes about how important it is for them to engage because they can both use each other but because of the prejudice most of the time they don't but then there are organizations that do so she writes about that and many other different things very interesting book actually we'll come to the rnc convention a little later let's just do a quick 8 minute piece you know each of us can speak minute and a half on the kashmir issue that is still simmering and the debates that happen around it uh, let's start and the Uh, peg to that can be the Shah Faisal's column in the Express. Yeah, the I had officer. a real yeah. brawl yesterday, carrying on till this morning, till this afternoon. Is he in hospital? Is she in hospital? Is she in hospital? She should be. Okay, good. Because because the, it ended na. with no, it ended with after na, it was haan. over and everything. It was really funny. I sh- I I just talk about something and I'll find it. Okay. Uh, why don't you um, start, Anand? Why don't you start? Yeah. No. I think to uh, we can begin with the uh, the whole discussion about the pellets, the pellet gun. Right. And uh, <clears throat> so the history of that is that uh, it was basically commissioned or ordered. But in they did 2000- a very good piece on News Laundry. Did yeah, a very of course. Good yeah. Piece so on in it. 2010. Hmm. So they've been in use for like six years. and uh, personally this my per- but i am not an expert you know one one of course needs uh, an army expert or someone who's been in that situation to really judge but i i find it uh, i i wouldn't use it hmm. i would in fact i was talking to pierre uh, pierre fitter who used to work for india today and i was right. asking him for solutions you know what is the so in fact barkha did an interview on uh, basically interviewing both sides of the uh, this thing who've been injured and people who'd uh, suffered uh, pellet gun injuries but she did not ask anyone for an alternative uh, now the alternative that peer suggested was very interesting which is that you have this uh, sonic devices and in fact delhi police had ordered these um, it's they called lrad i can't remember so they the emit a high frequency scream yes. which kind of disorients yes. and you. they are being used in fact uh, in a lot of countries now they just started to use it and delhi police had asked uh, uh, you know to acquire it maybe 2 years ago so i don't know what happened and he said uh, you know it kind of that that's a good option yes. but but as far as the current excessive force is concerned i mean i saw um Uh, I mean I so incidentally in 2010 65 people died hmm. and a lot of them were blinded through pellet gun injuries you know so yeah, this it, has been 6 years the thing old is that thing. I think as far as the Kashmir before we come to the article I think the Kashmir situation has become this if we go through our Kashmir ki kahani you know uh-huh. uh, from even uh, and please put that link of the of Indeed. the absolutely um, Kashmir ki kahani yeah. our, our Kashmir ki kahani uh I think in the end after going through all the historical facts what we have today boiled down to where you have a group of people who insist that they will get azadi through stone pelting and we have the Indian army or the Indian government with the forces who say armed forces say you will love us no matter what you will love india no matter what while shooting shooting pellets so it is a no win situation for them they're not going to get azadi through stone pelting and they're not going to love us if we have peop- if we are shooting pellets at them so something has to give hmm. now coming to this article which i had retweeted uh, the, by, this is the one of shahs yeah in indian express Shah, he's a serving is officer and he written a column in the indian express um talking about how the media coverage is terrible on it headlined every hour of prime time news aggression pushes kashmir a mile westward from india yeah so, so he basically the blames the media for hmm. so this uh, somebody called unsubtle desi hmm. nupur started uh, questioning me on how dare you support 
Pakistan's viewpoint. You're retweet. You're a mature journalist, and you're supporting Pakistan's viewpoint and jihadis by retweeting this. And my view is that this article does not support Pakistan's view or the jihadis because Pakistan Pakistanis are not interested in a, in the solution that this guy Faisal Shah has suggested. In fact. He has suggested that we need to work things through instead of creating an atmosphere of, of, of more violence. And, and I do agree with the fact that journalism, today's journalism, I, I don't call it journalism, today's entertainment talk shows in the evening, mm. talking about these issues, Good point. do create an atmosphere of uh, us against them. And if we are saying that Kashmir is part of us, then how can we say us against them? And if you keep fanning that, that is my point, that if you, and his point, that if you keep fanning that, there is no hope of resolution. So this woman, Nupur Ansatal Desi, mm. uh, kept saying that you're insisting that you're not answering my, and I answer the question, this is the funny thing about trolls, that you answer the question and people retweet her saying you haven't answered my question. Hey, the thing but, they don't, but they don't take the answer and keep repeating, tweeting like I got a hundred tweets that she's not answering questions. Ask journalists questions and then they run away. And this and that. And the fact that I've answered the question 20 times doesn't happen. Anyway, so that all took place yesterday. And this morning she tweeted that she was very upset that Shabana Azmi, there's no point in being on Twitter. Shabana Azmi blocked me, she wrote. Who she tweeted, wrote. No, Achha, Nupur, this, this unsettled oh, okay. Desi says, hmm. you know, there's no point. What's the point in being on Twitter when Shabana Azmi put, put, blocks blocked me? So I said, <laughs> then, um, and then I tweeted back to her, no point at all. How heartless of Sh uh, Shabana Azmi to block you. Twitter's not fair. Actually, let's stop you. Actually, let's people stop you from crapping on them. So, she then got... So I think... Hey Madhu, so then she second. says, you're hmm. stalking me. No, but <clears throat> first of all, Madhu, Kabil hmm. Tarif, that you get into such long engagements on Twitter. I am fun. amazed. <laughs> okay. And, and I, it was fun. <laughs> then I started stalking her. Twitter's I was the, the troll. Twitter's not the place for <laughs> sensible arguments. I can not tell at you all. that for, for certain. So she so was getting her rocks at, off with... Sometimes it is. At best, no. At best, you should go up to two to three tweets and then move forward. That's otherwise you up at Kerajaga. But coming back for the I've made a policy decision but on Twitter now. Twitter. I am not going to answer any questions from anonymous tweeters. Okay. I, if you if they have an identity and a photograph, I will. Okay. But not this bullshit. But coming back to this column, uh, I just found um, I thought it was an extremely smartly written column. And I know Anand has a contrary viewpoint. You can but what I thought was um, while, you know, people like Z, Sudhir Chaudhary's timeline is like uh, a gutter of venom or people appreciating what a great guy you are who's saving India. I'm shocked at the lack of self-consciousness when he looks at that himself. But the suggestion that this article should be the God's theorem on Kashmir, it is not God's theorem of everything that's right or wrong exactly. on Kashmir. He was reacting to his picture being used by a channel in the context where channel, the same channel is saying inko garbage ke saath jalao, daflao mat. It is, a, and even in news coverage, there are levels. You can have a conversation, you can have a heated conversation, you can have an over-the-top conversation like Arnab does, and then you can have a uh, anchor saying, burn these guys with gutter, these guys are anti-national, these guys. So there are levels. And to say that either news media is responsible for this or can prevent this is A, a binary, News media can't do anything 
if that is where we looking at it it's also sorry um this whole argument that he's the pakistani agent i found really weird because uh, there were All trolling comments that she was Pakistan. talking about na? okay can we not discuss twitter no, no, uh, we just have to elevate our debate at at least arnab level <laughs> not twitter that's why we're talking twitter <laughs> are otherwise it no, would be actually, talk, okay. i think twitter um, is important i'll tell you why this although at my age quite honestly there comes a point where you say i don't need this i'm not going to do twitter anymore but the point is that i have to remind myself what camille paglia said once she said i lost respect for susan sontag when she said she doesn't have a television in her house and she doesn't watch television if you're not in touch with the worst part of your society you really don't know what's going on hmm. so you really in some sense i discipline myself that okay it's yeah. distasteful argument sh- on the I should, of twitter i think no, of course not because a lot of, of people have started but you need to be exposed i think every individual yeah. ne- if I you're if you're writing if you're a journalist you very, need to be yeah. exposed to the worst of the culture or the best of the chitra culture chitra wrote That's an amazing it. piece on that i think chitra wrote a great piece on twitter so really just, just to add what madhu is saying uh, madhu you partly right when you say one has to be expo- but i would leave it at that i'd put a full stop at you have to be exposed you know when you said to the worst of things you are half way right but twitter has over the past 3 years has allowed me to be uh, to learn so much from absolute brilliance so it's up yeah. to you to you know what to take and what to reject That's and i true. think that that is so important in today's society and you when you saying that you know a lot of people are saying ki mere ghar mein tv nahi hai in fact day before yesterday let's i heard a lot kashmir. of let's quick cause we have yeah. to wind up uh, sure, we have sure, to sure. finish you were saying something on the kashmir issue Um, yeah. a, a couple of things. One is that uh, Faisal Shah, aside from being um, an IAS officer, specifically mentions in his article that the state is trying very hard to calm things down and not succeeding. So to turn around and start calling him anti-national is just the weirdest thing. Um, about the pellet gun, uh, just today the DG of CRPF has said there is no alternative to the pellet gun, which right. means that at least as far as JNK is concerned. um the crpf is not open to anything else which i think is a little bit worrying but again i'm not, neither an expert on crowd management or kashmir which is a very different so ground reality that's the debate uh, manisha um two things on kashmir one is the media ban in the valley we know for sure for 3 days newspapers weren't allowed to be printed the fourth day was editors deciding themselves that they won't print it and after these 4 days um, the mufti government mehbooba mufti government has said that there was no ban ever which means that all the raidings i mean it raises the question that the raids on the newspapers the seizing was this at the behest of the police and if that is true then it's really it's, it's alarming state, that yeah. the police could could affect a ban on newspapers in the valley without the chief minister sanctioning it yeah sure. and on and which is why could there was they this do that without the chief minister's okay she's know, just pretending she's, that she didn't i think she's pretending she could but we don't know i mean she's know, very yeah. confidently said that there was no ban and we never gave any directions so no, but the fact but that if re- the police can act without a written order shows that sort of yeah. railu way I and mean, pakistan is run like that and these these homely yeah. ways chalo ye kar do baad bhi dekhi jayegi you ha- it has to be a formality to can it can i bring up one point about um, reporting in kashmir one sec let him just finish on, on the on this fair no, issue on shaf fazal i think there were two very interesting debates that were triggered from his op-ed one in uh, ndtv india and the other in cnn uh, where people were discussing journalists were discussing how do you report a conflict what kind of terminologies do you use militant versus terrorism how do you position yourself in a place of conflict and it was extremely interesting and i think that's one thing 
the only thing good that's come out of Kashmir is that journalists are thinking about how do you report such situations. And Kishale, in fact, who's consulting editor with News Laundry, said that one of the basic things that he learned when he started reporting in the conflict is when you never say our troops because they're not your troops when you're a journalist. You say the Indian Army's troops or the Pakistani Army. So these little things that you learn while you're covering conflict is quite interesting. I don't think we, frankly, journalists in India are trained so. Hmm. Anand. Yeah, sorry. So just two things here. I think one is on the Fazil's this thing. In fact, uh, Vinandan, I agree with you. And let me elaborate on that. Uh, I found it to be an exceedingly bland weather-beaten article. There was nothing new in that. A lot of people have said what he said, but just because he was, uh, you know, in the news for the last three, four days and Barkha had interviewed him and, you know, he basically, uh, people had started erroneously comparing him with Vani and, you know, mm. all that stuff. There was a lot right. of atmosphere created. So that piece created a lot of hype. There was nothing new in that. And what was wrong in that was that he was saying that, you know, the headline and the starting point, which is that every uh, hour of media pushes, uh, you know, Kashmir is uh, one mile west of it. Now, that, that is a very wrong presumption. One can, of course, argue, like what you've said, that it is preposterous for our media to be so jingoistic about it. And yes, absolutely. But to, to suggest that it is the media's fault is actually a blinkered way of looking at it. But it does contribute. It is not... I, th no, absolutely. I think the media does contribute. I think he, he also doesn't say that. I think he's responsible for it. I think he creates an atmosphere which makes dialogue difficult. Hmm. No, I, I think one... I mean, the reason for that is that unless one realizes that the, the Kashmir issue right now is primarily to do with Pakistan and its support and increasingly to do with religion... Unless one handles these two things, uh, one but I don't cannot... Think, I mean, it can't be primarily Pakistan. How do you handle the religion? So Pakistan we can handle. How do we handle religion? Well, it's difficult. Such an anti-India sentiment cannot just be Pakistan's doing. Yeah. People also, are also, also just somebody in Kashmir and for us, nowhere close to Kashmir, to tell him what his reality is, I think... No, also... So, I, I mean, I, I just wanted to tie it with, you know, something which Chitambram had said mm. or has said this morning, and I'd like Madhu's view on that. He said, we should have plebiscite in Kashmir. This is what Chitambram has said. Mm. So, Madhu, would you agree with that? Should we have plebiscite in Kashmir? At this stage, no, of course not. Mm. You know, because uh, uh, the plebiscite issue came up uh, when Nehru brought it up because he was, I think... Uh, believed because he was a Kashmiri originally, um, uh, genetically rather, um, he believed Kashmiris loved him as much as he loved Kashmir. And if maybe it had been done at that time, possibly Kashmir would be unequivocally not a disputed territory. Right. So, but you know, um, but now would to, I don't know why Chidambaram. What motivated yeah. him to say that? I mean, it's really bizarre and yes, off the wall. I, I, I don't agree. think he would have said it if he was in government. Yes. I think uh, also, it's provocative. I, also, and I think a couple of points on that. You know, which hmm. is tight. But which yeah, quickly. Very, one minute, then let's yeah, move on. Very quickly. Hmm. One is that I personally feel that if one has to correct the historical mistakes, then there should be a plebiscite in Kashmir. I believe it because there was one in Junagar. So, and Patel and Gandhi and everyone agreed there should be one in... But however, they, the UN set some preconditions for a plebiscite. Which means that every armed... That means Pakistan First, has Pakistan to... First, Pakistan has to demilitarize from POK. He has to leave, they have to leave POK. Yeah, de demilitarize. And second, that India can have, can keep uh, a sufficient amount, number of army such that it does not feel threatened by Pakistan. Hmm. Now, both of these conditions, I don't think, are ever going to So, plebiscite is so it's out, out of the question. So, so I think the solution has to be 
uh, anyway, but we can well, have a longer. Thing, uh, one uh, we'll, thing we, we'll I wanted to talk about the reporting in Kashmir since Manisha brought it up. Hmm. I think one of the most important things one has to realize that if you've reported in Kashmir, you will know how absolutely difficult it is to get to the truth of any one incident. It is very much a Rashomon situation, and I can tell you, I can't tell you how many incidents that reporters uh, have come back or from Kashmir, or they've called me and. For, I'll give you one example, which is a very important example, and it displays exactly how difficult it is for editors to decide what to do when you get a story from Kashmir, which is that there was a bus going, and uh, the news track car was following them, and militants got on, stopped the bus, got into the bus, a bomb, a bombs exploded within the bus, some people were injured, and, and they were also attacked by the militants, or terrorists, whichever Manisha tells me which is correct. Uh, they got some quick interviews while the injured were, you know, lying around and everything. And then they were taken in cars and ambulances to the hospital. And then they got interviews again from the same people lying in bed in the hospitals. When they were lying around on the road, the quick interviews were... All of that was coming out. In the hospital, the same people, and we had that on camera, both, the same people said, Kya hua bas mein? Oh, to Indian army ne aake humko sara mara. So, hmm. yeah. what happens? What, what did you do with the What's videos? The Showed them. Both of them? Of course. And the what point is, could you figure that out if why your reporter only goes to the hospital, yeah. then what is the truth? So when you're writing a story about a, a families who are talking about a young man who they've lost, you have to remember first they're in grief. Not one family member is going to tell you that he is was a terrorist Stones or a militant. Yeah. They or, will or say, but then what, are you saying one should assume he is? No, I'm saying that you should have a healthy skepticism of what story you're getting and from whom. So if you're if he's saying well, market you also have to basically try attempt to get the story from the military or the army and that's very tough because they're not allowed to speak. Now, it, but one second. Hmm. But you can't say that every single person who has been killed was just going to buy some tea or going to the market. Whether yeah. he was caught in... Excellent point, Madhu, because I saw Barkha's yeah, report. One second, and this just, is what was missing. Yeah, may I just... Now the thing is... And so I'd it like is to move a, on. It's yeah. a catch-22. Yeah. I'm not saying there are easy answers in this, but I'm talking about the difficulties of reporting in a conflict situation Now, now here like I'll this. put the blame entirely on the security forces because I have done a series of 26 episodes of the armed forces. Our chase team was in Kashmir for almost 10 to 15 days. I agree. They should the talk. story... <laughs> This, when a reporter goes, the reporter can only report what he or she is told. Mm. And if he finds any, he or she finds any loopholes, he reports the loopholes. But if you just have one side says this, and the other side doesn't say anything. That is the crux of now, the problem. So the, pro so the fault is not with the reporter. You can have skepticism. But, and here I'll tell you my first hand, and I want to write a piece on this, suggesting to the armed forces, uh, not just the army, but the security forces, how to engage the media. And I think... The arrogance that they have, like when our chase team said, we want to speak to you because, you know, they said even our people have got blind, blinded, let, let us talk to them. Dude, we are not stand there 10 days waiting for you to talk to us. If you want to talk, talk. Otherwise, take a walk. No, Abhinandan is Once, also and, and orders the, from the top. No, and the second thing. Because Kargil war was different. No, no, Abhi, orders, Lieutenant General Arjun Ray 
turned it around no, completely. Once exam is finished, the orders from the top, there has to be a policy of talking. Now orders from the top and ad hoc. Aaj baat karlo, kal mat karo baat. There has to be even the uh, the U.S. Army. Their propaganda machine is phenomenal. I mean, the discovery shows that they had on the Iraq during that time. It was just amazing. The Indian security forces are lazy and arrogant, and they think if they tell us something like, "Pehle tum film dikhao, phir ham batayenge ki ham baat karenge nahi." Phir aisa hai, bhaijan. Ab baat mat karo, ham film banayenge. You are not a sense about who will tell us. First, I will see your film. Then we will tell where you want to talk to you. Then don't talk to us. I don't think it's arrogance. I think. it's an unthinking attitude that they will only function under orders that's military and thinking also madhu it's which, which they will but the people but you see if you look I mean, at the kargil war it was the first war that was actually covered on television on camera coffins were shown for the first time because this lieutenant general arjun ray who was put in charge of the media during the kargil war believed that the indian people should know what the army is doing and do you know there was a huge amount of self censorship there were things that we saw coming back to the hotel we all talked about it not one person wrote about it right. because you know so i mean so, just one point two points i was okay, going to make uh, very I, quickly one is that army i think i mean and then you have a point but army is very used to journalists being embedded uh, you know in the so if you look at the iraq war if you look at the new the, the second iraq war and everything so it's it's almost like you know uh, uh, media they want media to be perhaps only tell the stories that would help in the war or you know present a picture so i don't know whether they can be blamed during the war for that but you are absolutely right that what cannot have one cannot have balanced reporting if one, one side part, doesn't talk they one don't side and you true so and the second thing is uh, you know one only and we've interviewed him rahul pandita you know wrote our brain has sorry our moon has blood clots that uh, you know it is absolutely proven beyond points beg your pardon brains also have blood clots our moon it's yes true. our moon our moon has blood clot that the pandit exodus Yeah, uh, you know, where three hundred thousand or two hundred fifty thousand pundits were killed, were overwhelmingly because of religious reasons. Right. You know, there's no doubt about that. There is that. no doubt about okay, that. Okay, there are three more letters. One is from Gangeyo Bhattacharji. More busy Bengali again. Okay. Uh, busy lot you two. Then we have yeah, someone called Vivek Anant. Could he also be born? Could be. Could be. No, if it's Anant with Anant an H. Anant with an H is uh, your people. Okay, my people. Your. And then there's Karan Basin. <laughs> ंगलिन Of hardcore history fame, I have attached the link. Thanks, that's great. Fantastic. Oh, we have to mention Abhinandan here hmm. that recently Theresa May was asked a question in the House of Commons hmm. that would you say would you sanction the dropping of an atomic bomb if it killed hundred thousand people? Hmm. And she said yes. Right. Interesting. Why and did they ask it? In what context? I think because Britain is renewing the Trident and the nuclear obligations. You and think everything. they'll throw it on the ISIS? No, no one's going to use But the atomic her, bomb. But her her thing was if I were to say no. then how would nuclear arms be deterrent anymore so right. just saying it i don't know so lip service also karan basin also f- i find you haven't subscribed <laughs> he said i do plan to subscribe वैसे सब्सक्राइब इट्स नॉट प्लानिंग ये पहले फर्स्ट सेंटेंस में आना चाहिए प्लीज यार करण यू गॉट टू सब्सक्राइब ही हैज सम अदर वेरी गुड एक्चुअली फीडबैक बिकॉज़ ऑफ आवर बिजनेस मॉडल दैट यू नो इट्स अ सब्सक्रिप्शन बिजनेस मॉडल सो ही हैज फीडबैक ऑन दैट फैंटास्टिक मेल थैंक्स करण रियली अप्रिशिएट दिस and quickly because we have to wind up we're almost Give an hour in points. 
uh, we'll, it's a longish mail. We'll put but it on the website. You can read website. his email in detail because yes. we'll be putting you it You can out. read it. And uh, let, uh, this is from Gangeo Bhattacharji, dear News Learner team. I'll try to keep my mail short as I know it's a pain reading it entirely. And his mail is not short, not short which proves that Gangeo is Bengali. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gangeo, I hope you don't like my, uh, my, my bad jokes. But um, he has also some extremely uh, valuable feedback. He says, it's a pleasure listening to you every week. It's a Friday release I look forward to eagerly. I have two suggestions which I think will strengthen our bond. First, think about making Hafta twice in a week. Yaar, ek baar oh, it just does not hai. happen. It's hard enough for us to get together once, twice is just, I don't know how it would happen. But thank you for the idea. And also, Gangeo says, I connect well with Abhinanda's thought process because as we share the common Tucha DU mentality. <laughs> Uh, I have just read an email by a post-doctoral researcher. Why thana? Aise kuch tha. Yes. <laughs> but from who has written to us. So I have suddenly become a little bit classy. So I'm sorry, you can take the tucha I really like this. I like I connect with this mentality. <laughs> but he also listens <laughs> to Anand's, but he also likes Anand's comments. Babu Abhi Sorry, I'm not alone. So but thanks. Uh, thanks. And you haven't written whether you've subscribed or not, so I'll assume you have. Has he had got any points, political points or discussion points? Uh, well he's, he's got Bengali, of course he does. He has. He says there are no good quality podcasts. That's why he suggests NL Hafta does a lot more. Uh, twice a week. That's the basic point. I, I have to say that the quality of the recording is ex- just totally changed with the new mics. Yes, thank yeah. you, by the Big way. Thank you. We should, I hope we are putting a button up to thank them with their... Yes, we have actually sent them a comic as a as, as a token of no, our appreciation. We should put it up on the website. We should actually. We'll have a button thanking them. And the last mail is from Vivek Anand. Hi, guys. Difference. I'm a subscriber. Thank you, Vivek. Enjoying new podcasts and documentaries make me feel proud that the st- small contribution that I am making is helping bring about change in the way media is reporting on different Woo-hoo! shows. Yes. yes, you Vivek are part of the change and all you subscribers are part of the change. To the Hafta this week, I must say Anand's view of calling a terrorist a terrorist and not a militant or any other fancy word is a little shocking. Allow me to explain. I come from an army background and echo what Abhinandan said about the army's role. They only kill if a soldier gets on order to fire, he will fire. He doesn't care about terrorist or militant. That's right, he doesn't. But you know, here's, by the way, I have a suggestion. We have a lot of feedback. We should have one podcast only on Kashmir. I think it's extremely important because there's Mm. such misinformation out there. And we will do that. Thank you for your feedback. Uh, uh, Also, Vivek has sent a a lot of uh, information about American Civil War, Abraham Lincoln, you know, the whims of the South when he went in for the kill. This led to the death of almost 6,50,000 people. And he's talking about, you know, that moral quandary that Anand was mentioning. So thank you for this mail. You can read all these mails. Write into us on News Laundry. Contact at newslaundry.com. Take part in our project Jan Ganman, please. And support the media. Support independent news. We'll discuss two more things quickly. One is Arvind Kejriwal's interview slash panel discussion to me. Hmm. Please um, feel free to critique. Was I too soft on, bug- on, the, on the bugger? Little bit. <laughs> okay. Yes. Too soft? Yeah. Uh, but you were Manisha. funny, which more than makes up Manisha? Yeah, but I guess yeah, you were in fun. a book launch, what can you do? You can't like... That's the thing. I mean, I, actually, I didn't know how much time I had him for. Anand, yeah. you tell me. How soft yeah. was that? And, and don't hold your punches. I don't think Arvind would think you were soft, but as a journalist, you were soft. Arvind wouldn't think I was soft. In fact, Arvind probably is pissed off. <laughs> Especially when I said, Beta, <laughs> dusro ke paap ke se khud ke paap kam But how what? he Say said that no one looks at news laundry? Haan, I was like, that is like snide way of... Like uh, don't worry, back I, have a, I have a jawab of that in today's song. Ooh, ooh, huh. good stuff. Anand. No, I, I think it was a... Let's clarify. Anand, uh, 
I'll just tell you. Let Anand first say no, his piece. No, I, I, the thing is, uh, it wasn't a hard talk kind of a thing. It was a coffee table setting, a book launch setting. So uh, it is difficult to uh, kind of expect Abhinandan to ask questions. That, in fact, it's very important for a lot of people who are saying, A, personally, I believe there is a little bit of conflict of interest. But, you know, that... Uh, the other point is for people who were actually saying, who were dissing the interview, I would say compare uh, the setting, A, take the set, setting in the context, B, compare Abhinandan's interview of Ashish Khetan. Hmm. I think that's very important. So it's good that you interviewed Ashish Khetan. In fact, that's a, I would say a face saver. Right. Because that tells you that you have in you the capability to kind of, uh, you know, basically go after our people. Okay, uh, so I uh, uh, thank you for the feedback that I was soft. I just uh, don't want to defend myself. Uh, I but I will. <laughs> I wasn't sure how long he'll be there for. It wasn't a scheduled interview. A lot of people said, no, why didn't you send Madhu yeah. Anand? If we schedule an interview with Arvind, I uh, assure you it will be either Madhu Anand this will going. Pran I have known for the last 10-12 years when we were very garib and we had no money to set up a website when he used to do the NGO type stuff. He used to do our tech. So when he wrote his book, he said, will you moderate the session? I said, surely, because I know him. And then one day before it, he said, Arvind may come for five, ten minutes. So, you know, he'll join us on the panel, but he will not sit on the panel because he doesn't want to release his own book. So he may come after the panel discussion before. So I wasn't sure whether he'll be there. Five minutes, ten minutes. But once he was there, I had just one point Which is point very out. impressive, by the way. But, and in the end, also, I said one more question, he left. <laughs> and the other thing is that there were people wanting to suddenly ask questions from the audience and rush. You know, I was a bit... Yeah, you so were rude it, to the audience, I noticed. Right? Because they were suddenly, you couldn't see that on camera, they were like rushing onto the <laughs> stage and then, I don't know whether he's there for five, seven minutes. If you rush on the stage, you'll get But you know, Arvind Kejriwal comes out looking more likable in that interview. I mean, I don't know, somehow he just seems like somebody who's more likable than his usual public person. Then Abhinandan. Then Abhinandan. No, no, no. <laughs> no, in the sense, he's, except his aukat nahi hai, kisi ki question, that was just crap. Otherwise, I, he was articulate. I, I my think. journalist friends have told me I should have defended journalists a bit more from his attack. I thought I did, but that is my style. I, even when Subramanian Swami called me and my friends Naxalites, my style isn't saying, even with Tavleen, I'm not going to, I don't react like that. So it's, I thought it was Tavleen, she ate you for lunch. But and it was consistent. Breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast. That and also the conflict of interest of the journalists who were appointed. I asked that because, question exactly. Yeah, but he was just like, what's wrong with it? I think government? the follow-up question, I, well, if he doesn't see what's wrong with it, there's a problem. I think the hallmark of a good... Yeah. Yeah. You can't. The man of a, is there yeah. as a guest. You're there on the panel moderating this. The, it's, it's not, not an interview. It's not a hard-hitting interview. It's not the same thing. In an interview, it's different. When you're on a panel, discussion is different. I mean, it depends on the setting. You know, if I'm doing an me, interview Madhu. in the Jaipur Literature Festival, it won't be like an interview yeah. because if I get too aggressive, the crowd gets upset. Yeah. Mm. It has to be in a room. Mm. It has to be a little bit claustrophobic to kind and of. And you have to be focused, yeah. Focused. And mm. let me also say this the most important part of any interview is are the follow up questions. Mm. Because Always. that tells you how prepared you were. And I have to say that Barkha is a master at that. So, sorry, who? Barkha. Barkha. At follow up questions. She's really good. She doesn't let go. <coughs> Madhu, you I think Stephen Sacker. He is, of course. He's amazing. Who? Stephen Sacker. Uh-huh. Madhu, you were asking what is the jawab that we have to give. So when he was saying that you are asking me how much and I asked that. I asked him how much I said, we are asking all of them. We calculation. That's a Donald Trump aapne, answer. Aapne, that's everyone's answer. So he said, I said, news laundry. Karta hai. He says, news laundry, how many people 
very mean yeah. I so, was very hurt with that so and that another thing so By that the way, is that is really bitchy so that is the and that is consistent with what a lot of trolls tell me bhai sahab hum bhi 10 saal pehle aapko ye keh sakte the ki arvind kejriwal hai kaun exactly somebody who got that from sheila dikshit who said who sorry the hell is there something you slightly ironic about arvind kejriwal turning and saying are independent media so small are so and and that is also consistent with what a lot of trolls say to me who thought that he, they and arvind would think like when they say that they said you are going on asking us for subscriptions we got emails ki paise nahi hai bikwange bikwange ye wo to bhai aap sabko sabko ye gana hai from arvind and all the trolls who are saying hum bikwange hain fakir hain ye malika pukhraj ne bola hai aur jaise unhone bola hai koi shayad na bol paaye to hum gareeb sahi hum small sahi hum fakir sahi फकीरों के डेरे भी ये सुनिए गुजर कर तो देखो किसी दिन इधर से गुजर पर तो देखो बड़ी रौनक है फकीरों के देर में गुसारो ब्यूटीफुल तो मिया ब्यूटीफुल किसी दिन अंदर से गुजर के देखो बड़ी रौनक है फकीरों के डेरे जरीवाल No, I don't know. I think somebody should ask Kejriwal. Did he actually say that to the girl? Hmm. You know, some some journalist should ask him that. Yeah, we need to find out. Yeah. It's a very serious so, thing. Yeah. So yeah. we can just end it with saying suggestions for reading. Reading? Any suggestions? Yes, I have a suggestion. You're stealing my answer. <laughs> She's so happy. No, both Dipanjana and I Thank would like you. to suggest <laughs> Confessions of a Killer Policeman in the Guardian by Raghu Karnad and Grace Chajau. Excellent, excellent. Well, Raghu Karnad is. He's It wonderful. is enormously talented, especially in these times of Kashmir conflict. Everything. This is something you have to read to really understand what happens. What's the title of the thing? Confessions of a Killer Policeman. This is about Hirojit uh, Singh, who had no, confessed. No, not Hirojit Singh. This uh, his uh, last name was Hirojit, which I think was a great name to begin Thaunja with. Thaunja Hirojit. Thaunja Hirojit. Not Hirojit. But uh, uh, I think also for anyone who wants to be a writer, I come across lots of journalists. aspiring journalists who say that they want to do long form and that sort of their heart beats for long form you must read, read this yeah. article yeah. because there is not a single word that's extra yeah. if you can write a piece in which one one tiny word also cannot be removed then it deserves to be long yeah. form just cuz you're feeling it is not reason to read who who's written guys ragu karnan girish karnan's daughter also one piece from the huffington post on the media must stop encouraging terrorists it's a very interesting piece for those interested in semantics just a simple example where this writer talks about when we say isis claims responsibility for a terror attack don't say responsibility 
because it's not responsible to kill people say claims guilt so just little says what claims, claims guilt, guilt. Not hmm. admits guilt interesting so these little things we should change in our journalism Who's to make by? sure this is by marty rudo rudoy hmm. r u d o y i don't know in that I, i might have a different view on that because you are going to report what isis is saying no but you are so isis is never going to say we claim guilt we are feeling yeah, guilty because of yeah i'm not convinced of, of that no, anyway can no, we no 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 you were an interesting twist you yeah. are reporting what the isis is isis is saying we've done it they're not saying we are responsible no. we we are using responsibility or guilt as attribution to their admission in right. an involvement of a particular crime so yeah in, in i think fact, it makes so you can make it simple and say claim, uh, isis claims they've done it that's it yeah yeah in fact you might yeah. call me absolutely but it's very interesting you should read it and also mad, hmm. but uh, you know this tragic nice attack and i just somehow felt that you know somehow uh, you know when they were uh, spelling it out in english n i c e and there was a the space and then all the so for example nice attack mm. it just sounded very jarring you know mm. it's saying not so many n- people know nice yeah, I, have, yeah. so i have the exact opposite reaction every time i read pieces on punjab elections because it constantly talks about the sad state of affairs right yes sad bjp mm. so sad bjp <laughs> sad alliance so that, <laughs> really like, yeah, sad this is true, this is true. <laughs> it is reflecting exactly the situation so i, 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 I don't know there. whether nice uh, I, i mean is there a Uh, not an umlaut but there's probably a slash no, no, or there, there is there isn't no. one is because in french the i doesn't work as i it works as e the alphabet is e in french so on that note uh, can we wind up for the day thank you so much just reminding everybody please take part in project janganman and also um, these fakirs need your support subscribe to news laundry and help keep media independent because when the public pays the public is served and when corporations and governments pay they are served thank you for joining us on the hafta thank you for the feedback continue to give us feedback goodbye okay. have a great week catch all new episodes of nl hafta on newslaundry.com and follow us on facebook and twitter